Hey, welcome to Something About Astrology. This is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Mm -hmm. And this is our 50th episode. Whoa, the big five zero. The big five zero. So um, we are pretty excited. 50, 50 episodes. You know, when Almy and I started this podcast, we sat down and we said, let's just do this for 5,000 episodes. And after that, we'll just kind of evaluate and see if we want to continue to do it. Mm -hmm. So even though 50 is a milestone, we are technically only 1% of the way to our goal of 5,000 astrology podcasts. Thank you, Dwight. Yeah. So anyway... This week, uh, what is going on today? Today is February 6th. It's a Saturday. And this is for the week of February 6th through February 12th. Today, all weekend, well, most of the weekend at least, the moon is in Sagittarius, which means you need to get out there and enjoy life. You need to explore, expand your horizons. Even if you've been staying very close to home during these times, at least get in your car and maybe drive to another neighborhood. And if you don't feel safe enough to get out of the car, just keep driving around, I guess. But, you know, just get out there. See something different, you know? Sagittarius likes to mix it up. Um, The sun's in Aquarius. Aquarius loves variety, too. So when you have the Aquarius energy and the Sagittarius energy, um, it's time to watch a foreign film. Okay, Um, Sagittarius energy loves culture, loves other countries. Uh, It's very worldly energy. I'm a Sagittarius, as I mentioned, and Almy can attest to this, but I love subtitles. Mm -hmm. I love watching foreign films just for the subtitles because I love reading my movies. Yeah, well, the thing is, you turn on subtitles, though, for movies that are in English. So I think it's more like you can't really hear more than that you love foreign films. Am I wrong? That's part of it. Okay. My my hearing probably isn't as good as it used to be. My concentration has never been particularly oh, great okay. with with a sun in Sagittarius and a moon in Gemini. My mind tends to wander. If I have the subtitles on, it's easier for me to focus, oh. that kind of a thing. Secrets revealed. Secrets revealed. Um, but again, with the sun in Aquarius and the moon in Sagittarius this weekend, this is very spontaneous energy that's out there. It's adventure-seeking energy. Aquarius and Sagittarius both like optimism. Yeah. They like to take chances and let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. So in other words, get out there and go bungee jumping, go climb a mountain, uh, go skydiving. Um, I personally won't be doing any of those things because I am also Capricorn rising and all of those things seem incredibly unsafe to Mm -hmm. me, especially during a pandemic. Uh, But what I'm getting at is that today, this weekend, uh, it's not Debbie Downer Day. Okay, that will be Monday when the moon (laughs) is firmly in Capricorn. Monday will be Debbie Downer Day. But at least for this weekend, save the cynicism, save the skepticism for early next week. This weekend is hopefully going to be upbeat. Uh, Hopefully you will feel optimistic. Hopefully you will feel humorous. Uh, Remember, it is okay to laugh even during difficult times. Laugh when and wherever you can. And with the, you know, the sun and moon doing their thing and um, in Aquarius and Sagittarius, respectively, just know that you can do anything. Anything Mm. is possible. There's also going to be a possibility you might overdo things this weekend. Uh, It is the Super Bowl weekend as well. It's a great time Mm -hmm. for that. 
and uh, good time to be patriotic. I don't know. I mean, the U.S., the United States is technically Sagittarius rising mm. with an Aquarian moon. Um, so the U.S. loves this energy. Um, reminder that it is still Mercury retrograde. We're, we're dealing with that. Oh, yeah. Mercury retrograde in the sign of Aquarius. This is a little uh, Mercury retrograde thing I picked up on. Um, I follow a lot of astrologers online, of course. I love this stuff. Uh, one of my favorites is the legendary Rick Levine. Levine is L-E-V-I-N-E. If you don't know of him or don't follow him, I would strongly suggest you do. He is an absolute master, a legend, a guru. He is the Gandalf of astrology. Um, and, and today on Instagram, uh, Rick Levine was cracking down on another astrologer uh, because the other astrologer reported that this coming week there will be seven planets that will be in Aquarius. And Rick was saying, no, 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 there's not going to be seven. There's going to be six planets in Aquarius. The other astrologer was off by one. Um, and the, the other astrologer also mentioned that we hadn't had this many planets in Aquarius since the Dark Ages. And Rick was quick to point out, well, actually, we did have seven planets in Aquarius back in 1962. Mm. So there you go. Um, so good of him to point that out because we do want the correct information. At the same time, you know, I always take this stuff with a grain of salt. And in our day-to-day -day life, does it really matter if six planets are in Aquarius or if seven planets are in Aquarius? It's not like you're going to say to yourself, oh, man, uh, if I had known that there were only six planets in Aquarius and not seven, um, I might still be married. Maybe my marriage mm -hmm. would not have failed or maybe my son would still talk to me. Uh, I don't think it really matters. But again... Whatever. It's Mercury retrograde, too. So maybe the other astrologer just miscounted mm, or whatever. But anyway, uh, just a friendly reminder that anything astrology related, anything in life in general, of course, is fluid. Yes. It is constantly changing. You know, there were times when people didn't know Neptune existed and they were still doing astrology. They didn't know Uranus existed. Mm. Uh, and, and even once uh, Uranus was discovered, it took 65 years just for people to say, oh, okay, Uranus is a planet. Mm. It was discovered, and it took almost a century for everyone to say, okay, this is a planet now. Because, um, of course, now we can't think of Aquarius without it being ruled by Uranus. But there was a time when it wasn't, because we didn't know Uranus existed. To this day, we still don't know definitively how to pronounce Uranus. Mm -hmm. Is it Uranus? Is it Uranus? I say Uranus, um, just because I like the sound of that one better. I don't know if I'm right. Um, you know, Chiron, that's a, a comet. Uh, they call that the wounded healer. And Chiron is something that has been integrated into astrology. And a lot of astrologers use Chiron. And, like um, fairly recently, right? Yeah. In terms of, you know. Like the 1970s. Yeah. You know, which is recent for astrology, recent, right? Very recent yeah. for astrology. Um, Chiron was coming into play around the 1970s, 1977, I want to say thereabouts. And, you know, 200 years from now, who knows what other planets we're going to know about? Mm. Who knows what other stuff people are going to be talking about that folks that are here right now are not taking into consideration? So, again, with this stuff, you know, hopefully it gives you some perspective in life. Hopefully it gives you uh, a little um, 
breathing room. You know, when life is getting you down, you can say, oh, well, Pluto's going through my fourth house, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, it's not about being right or wrong. There's no test. We're not being graded on this. Uh, I'm going to get off my soapbox, but it's hard not to be because the sun's in Aquarius and the moon is in Sagittarius. There's a lot of uh, know-it-all energy floating around right now, too. Um, And, you know, I mean, along these lines, there might even be a 13th sign. I think some of you have probably read about this before, and it does pop up again. It's pronounced Ophiuchus. Ophiuchus. I've also heard it pronounced Ophiuchus. It's hard to pronounce. Um, But that would be for people born between November 29th and December 17th. Mm. I would be included in that because I was born December 6th. Can you spell that out for us? Sure. It is spelled O-P-H-I-U-C-H-U-S. Okay. Ophiuchus, or thereabouts. It says people who are of this sign, if it exists... It, they're passionate, they're curious, and they are interested in variety and change. Mm. Another thing that was pointed out about this sign is that there is no polarity. You know, mm. every sign has an opposite sign, right? Alamy's a Scorpio. The opposite sign is Leo. I, I'm Take that back. The opposite sign is Taurus. <laughs> I'm a Sagittarius. The opposite sign is Gemini. So if I were to be reclassified as an Ophiuchus, I would not have uh, an opposite sign. Oh, weird. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I've been talking a lot, so let's transition into Ask a Scorpio. Every week, I like to ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio perspective on life. Almy, as a Scorpio, you've known me for quite some time. Do you see me more as a Sagittarius or as an Ophiuchus? I don't think I know enough about Ophiuchus to really make that determination. From the short descriptor you gave, that certainly sounds like you, but I don't think I know enough about it. I don't, I don't know. Um, but you definitely embody Sagittarius to me in a, uh, in a, in a really great way. I feel very lucky to be in love with and live with a Sagittarius. You help me not take myself too seriously, and you have a really lovely view on life. So... I don't know if that answers your question, but uh, those are my thoughts. Wow, I, I really like the answer. That's the oh, nicest yeah. thing anyone's ever said to me. So, <laughs> thank you, and, and I love you too. Um, <clears throat> quick follow-up question: yeah. How do you feel uh, knowing that this is our fiftieth episode? We've done fifty of these yeah. things. We have crammed ourselves into this tiny closet fifty <laughs> consecutive Saturdays without yeah. fail. How does it feel to have this body of work? It feels pretty good. Yeah, this we started this, I believe, February 2020. Yeah, and sounds about right. Yeah, because I was interested in voiceover work. I thought this was a good way for me to practice doing voiceover and to edit voiceover stuff, which is, you know, part of it, really. Part of going into voiceover is being able to be kind of like your own sound engineer. So I've been learning a lot. And you were the one who suggested astrology because you know so much about it and you can talk about it. And I like learning about it. And then the pandemic hit. And so that was, you know, in a sense, this gave us something routine to do and something to keep us sane and and productive during those weird times. So looking back now, it feels good to see that we have created something that we stick to because it gives us enjoyment. Um, And if you guys are listening, that is just a bonus. If you are listening to this and you enjoy it and you follow us on Instagram or you follow our podcast on its various platforms. I mean, that's just amazing. We didn't do this for that, but we love you and we appreciate you a lot. 
So I, I feel pretty good about what we've done here. How do you feel? I feel good. I like talking about astrology and doing doing this podcast has really accelerated my learning of yeah. astrology, uh, especially when you have a deadline and you have to talk about astrology. You know, it's one thing to read about it all the time. I've, I've learned is I've read about astrology for you know, the last 20 plus years, but then to have to turn it around and talk about it and try to explain it to people in a way that hopefully is meaningful yeah. to them and hopefully they can get something out of it. It's really accelerated my learning. Certain I things I had trouble understanding or interpreting before, all of a sudden I know them now. Uh, so I like it for that. Um, yeah. That is such a good point. If you want to really learn something, either something new or something that you think you already know a little bit about, do a podcast. It forces you to teach yourself. Um, or if not a podcast, then uh, just record yourself doing YouTube videos or lectures or a blog. It's a great way to teach yourself something to try to tell others about it. I don't know if what I just said made sense. <laughs> um, it did to me. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. 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 It's good advice. Yeah. Especially with all this Aquarius energy out there. Just do it. Do whatever uh, sings to your heart or yeah. makes your heart sing or whatever the expression is. Yeah. If that is even an expression. But um, anyway, so that was Ask a Scorpio. Thank you, Almy, as oh, always. Sure. We appreciate uh, your Scorpio take on things. Thank you. Um, I'm just going to throw this out there. Mark on your calendar. Let's let's just say, for example, you're having a rough time with all this Aquarius stuff. Uh, mark on your calendar February 18th. That is when we will enter Pisces. And this is especially if you are a water sign and if you are potentially feeling like you've had a little trouble connecting with people emotionally of late or if you or if you do end up having trouble connecting with people emotionally over the next uh, week and a half here uh, just know that a warmer emotional energy will return once we get into Pisces. Aquarian energy is fantastic, like all the signs. Every sign is fantastic. Every sign brings something to the table. Uh, Aquarian energy has a tendency sometimes to be a little robotic, to be a little clinical, to be a little uh, computerized kind of a feel to it. So if you are someone who's been having a little trouble uh, feeling emotionally balanced of late, just know Aquarius has some important work it's doing right now, and it's got to do it. Uh, but by February 18th, we're going to get into Pisces, and a little warmer emotional energy will uh, return. Uh, along those lines, I have a, a little activity this week for you, the listener. And that is a very simple activity. But, you know, if you have your birth chart, you have your natal chart somewhere, look at what house your moon is in. That's what it. What house is my moon in? Do we know? We do know, Almy. Your your moon is in the 11th house. Almy has a Pisces moon. Yeah. And her moon is in the 11th house. And the 11th house is ruled by Aquarius. Oh. So you have a Pisces moon, but you also have an Aquarian tint oh, to no. it. Oh, that's why I'm such a mess. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... Uh, Pisces and Aquarius Pisces like and Aquarius. That's a lot, man. Yeah, that's, that's, those are your emotions. Yeah. Um, apparently, you have a need to fit in. Uh, famous people who have an 11th house moon, oh. like Elmi, other famous people in addition to Elmi, I should say, nice. Oprah Drake. Winfrey. Oh, I oh, don't know sorry. if Drake. I mean, Drake's a Scorpio. I mean, you and Drake have the same birthday. Yeah. I don't know about his moon, though. Okay. Um, but Oprah's moon is in the 11th house. Nice. Actor Ryan Gosling has an 11th house moon. Oh. And most importantly, yeah. Justin Bieber. 
Eleventh oh, House Moon. Okay. Bieber's Canadian, right? Yes. Is Ryan Gosling Canadian, or did I make oh, that up? Uh, I think he is. He? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna right? say he might be. Right. So I guess what I'm saying is, if you're Canadian, odds are you have an Eleventh House Moon. <laughs> of course, there's no connection there. I just felt like saying that. Um, my my moon is in the fifth house. Mm. I have a Gemini moon, yeah. and my moon is in the fifth house. So even though I identify as a Gemini moon, it has a Leo tint to it. So yeah. apparently I am very needy, and especially in need of recognition. Um, I don't feel that way. Yeah, but, I don't really feel that way about you either. That's interesting. But apparently that's that's what it says. So that's what I'm working with. Um, famous people with a fifth house moon like me. Ben Affleck. Nice. Stephen King. Nice. And Lady Gaga. Oh, those are some good, that's a good group. Yeah. But anyway, check it out. If you're bored, look up, and even if you've looked it up before, like you're like, okay, I know that my moon's in the third house, look it up again. Get another perspective. Google it. Get a few different, go to a few different websites, get some different takes on it. Um, it's just a reminder to kind of remember that our emotions are important. Our moon rules our emotions. And if you're, if you've not been feeling so hot of late, um, it's time to kind of energize that area of your life a little bit. That's it. That's all I got there. So anyway, um, okay. This week. Yeah. So I already mentioned, uh, moons and Sagittarius for the majority of, uh, this weekend, it will go into Capricorn, on Sunday, Sunday evening, and it will stay in Capricorn through Monday. Um, we'll see how that Capricorn moon does on Monday. Monday is is the moon day. You know, every day of the week uh, has a ruling planet. Um, like Wednesday is ruled by Mars. Thursday is ruled by Jupiter. Monday is ruled by the moon, which is uh, Cancer energy. So when the moon is in Capricorn, Cancer and Capricorn oppose. So it might be an especially moody Monday, but hopefully it isn't for you. Um, got some uh, notes here. Uh, what else we got? The sun's doing that. Okay. Well, on Monday, the sun is forming a nice conjunction with Mercury. So that could make for pleasant communication. Okay. And especially during a Mercury retrograde when maybe certain uh, miscommunications have happened or certain s- mistakes, snafus, whatever you want to call them. Monday might be a day to kind of correct those things. The moon is also forming a nice trine with Mars. Um, so our actions and our emotions are going to be in line. So even though the moon might not be cooperating, um, other planets are, are playing nice. The sun and Mercury are going to be playing nice. The moon is going to be playing nice with Mars. So that's a good thing. Um, Tuesday now. Tuesday is the day. If you like Aquarian energy, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, this is for you. I'm talking February 9th through February 11th. It's going to be the six planets in Aquarius, not seven, but six, as we talked about. Uh, At 5.20 p.m. on Tuesday, the moon's going into Aquarius, and it is showtime. So starting uh, Tuesday, February 9th, this is the day to start binge-watching TED Talks episodes. Watch every TED Talks episode there is, uh, because there's going to be so much Aquarian energy. However, Aquarian energy does kind of work independently, so there can be a strong independent streak uh, uh, these days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You and your partner might both be a little, uh, I don't want to say bullheaded, but you might um, be feeling a little stubborn, like, I want to do this. No, I want to do that, and you don't necessarily want to compromise. So potentially, you and your partner, if you live with someone, should 
should watch separate TED Talks episodes. But keep those, keep that TED Talks binge watching going. What about Ted Lasso episodes? Yeah, I'd watch some Ted Lasso too. Yeah. You know, Aquarius does appreciate humor. You know, they, yeah. they, I'd say they do. They're right up there with Sag, I would say. Sagittarius, oh. of course, we think we are God's gift to uh, comedy and yeah, humor. Sure. Uh, Aquarius, I'd put them up there too. They appreciate a laugh. Nice. Um, write your manifesto during these times and manifest manifest everything um, just change your life entirely uh, that's that's the energy in the air you don't have to do this a friendly reminder that you are perfect right now as you are yes okay you do not have to become anything you don't want to. you don't have to like do all this other stuff just because society's telling you you have to i'm just saying tuesday wednesday thursday there's gonna be a lot of pressure <laughs> to change everything in your life because of this aquarian energy but again you do not have to um, but expect eccentric behavior, that's for sure. Expect some weirdness. Um, maybe expect some UFOs. I'm just saying, throwing it out there. If some aliens might want to present themselves this coming week, they're probably going to be doing it between February 9th and February 11th when we have all this Aquarian energy out there. Um, Thursday, February 11th is a new moon. Um, as always, they say with the new moon, set intentions set goals. My goal is to do another podcast next week. One week from today, my goal is to do nice. another podcast. Your goal can be more ambitious than that, as always, but um, that's what the new moon is going to want you to do on February 11th. Good time to start stuff, potentially, but again, Mercury's retrograde. What stuff should we start? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, very Aquarius this coming week. Very Aquarius. Um, Taurus energy is going to be fighting back a little bit during this time. Um, the uh, Uranus, which is in Taurus, is going to square the moon on Wednesday. And then Mars, which is in Taurus, is going to square the moon on Thursday. So there will be a little friction. It's not all about empowerment and being the best version of you that you can be because the Taurus energy is going to be fighting for stability and not changing. Um, Taurus kind of likes things as it is. Mm. Um, doesn't like this out of nowhere, changing things overnight kind of thing. They like to take their time. Mm. Um, they like to check people's references. They want to see your <laughs> resume. They're not, they're not into this just snap your fingers and reinvent yourself stuff. That's more Aquarian. But again, um, if you are an Aquarius, man, drink it up. Get into this. Um, what else? Friday. Yeah. <laughs> by Friday we're going to be so tired uh, but the moon will be in Pisces and uh, again for those of you water signs this is your time to shine a little, little bit with the moon in Pisces it is a time for healing potentially it's a time for connecting with people um, that kind of stuff it's also the Chinese New Year on oh. Friday February 12th it is the year of the ox and it is actually a metal ox Nice. That's February 12th. That so intense. Yeah. So if you didn't um, set any New Year's resolutions, if you didn't uh, set any intentions with the new moon, you get yet another chance with the uh, Lunar New Year to uh, start uh, setting those intentions and goals again. Um, my only tip, I guess, is just uh, dress your home in red, the color red. If you're going to get into the Chinese New Year, um, the color red's very auspicious or it's a good thing, I guess, is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Um, also on Friday, Mercury will be forming a conjunction with Venus. Okay. So again, that's a good thing too. If you've been having some miscommunications during this Mercury retrograde, Friday might be the time to clear up some of those things. 
Mercury and Venus will be getting along. Venus is going to bring beauty to communication. Oh, that's good. And then Saturday, February 13th, with this Pisces moon, things are looking fairly pleasant because Pisces and um, and Taurus tend to get along. They form a sextile. Taurus and, and Aquarius don't have a ton in common, um, but Taurus says, hey, I can get along with this Pisces moon because even Taurus has a streak where they kind of like to escape. You know, they say that about Pisces, you know, they're always trying to escape reality mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, but Taurus likes that too. Taurus likes to just, you know, take a breath and indulge sometimes and imbibe and just have a nice meal and just, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and Pisces is like, I'll do that. I'll have an extra glass of wine with you, Taurus. Let's do this. Um, so next weekend's looking, um, fairly pleasant astrologically. Uh, what else do I got? Uh, I'm going to leave you with this. The Super Bowl is happening this Sunday in the United States. Uh, I don't know how many of our listeners are sports fans. Um, but, um, the moon will be, like I said, this is largely a Sagittarius moon weekend. The moon technically will go into Capricorn a couple of hours before the game starts. However, that Sagittarius moon energy, I'm going to say is still going to hang around through, um, Sunday night. So I expect a very lively, high scoring, energetic game. I could be totally wrong, but that's what I'm expecting. Now with the moon being in Capricorn. Capricorn does favor the old guy. Capricorn nice. does favor tradition. And as anyone knows, <laughs> Tom Br- if anyone knows who Tom Brady is, they know the guy's right now known. Well, he's known for being the most successful quarterback of all time, yeah. but he's also known for being the old guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's still playing at 43 years old, which is a minor, not even a minor, so it's a major miracle. Yeah. Uh, but he's just one of those uh, guys. Yeah, he's incredible. And uh, Tom Brady is a Leo, and he's going to be up against all this Aquarian energy. Leo and Aquarius oppose. So we'll see how he handles that Aquarian energy. I mean, do we know his chart or anything, like where his you know moon is or rising or I houses? Almost, I, yeah, you know, I almost looked that up just before now, but I just had all this other stuff I was trying to keep straight in my head. And I was oh, like, you I mean just... Tom Brady's birth chart isn't the most important thing <laughs> on your mind right now? Um, yeah, he, I mean, who knows? He could have an Aquarius moon. He could be Aquarius rising. Maybe he loves Aquarian energy. I don't know. But anyway, I'm, I guess what I'm getting at is... I guess I'm going to pick Tampa simply because of this Capricorn moon favoring older stuff. Oh, I've been, I always root for Tom Brady. I know nothing about football, but if Tom Brady's involved, I root for Tom Brady. Yeah. Plus, he's got, you know, this is ninth Super Bowl. It's not yeah. like he's going to get nervous. I mean, it's, I think it's incredible. Like, I'm not even a huge fan of football, but I think he's incredible just to be so consistent and so old. It's remarkable. It's amazing. It's unprecedented. Like, it's it really is, man. Yeah. Like people make fun of him, but for his, you know, being on like a strict diet or whatever. But, yeah, but maybe it's, it's, it's working. It's <laughs> I mean, incredible. But Just discipline. Incredible. Yeah, th- that diet you mentioned—that's incredible that's discipline. That's probably why I admire him so much. I admire people with that kind of discipline that just carries them to greatness. Because it's talent, but it's discipline that really gets you there. Yep. And Capricorn and discipline go hand in yep. hand. Capricorn ruled by Saturn, the disciplinarian of the Zodiac. So if you are disciplined, you will be rewarded. So Tampa will definitely win. Actually, I don't know. I mean, Kansas City's we the superior know. team. They yeah. are. Kansas City's the superior team. But I'm going to pick, um, I'm just picking Tampa because why not? Someone's got to win. And we can't predict the future. Even with astrology on our side, we have no idea what's yeah, going to happen. Yeah, astrology does not predict the future. I just want to clear that up in case anyone's confused about that. No one can predict the future. I'm going to say it again. 
No one can predict the future. The future is up to you. And just to echo what Almy said a little bit, astrology can 100% accurately predict the future every single time. So I'm glad you cleared <laughs> that up today. Uh, thanks as always for listening. We love you. And Almy's now going to take us through a deep breath. Yeah, I thought maybe tonight, tonight, geez, I thought maybe today we would end with a little longer of a deep breath. So if you want to check out now, thanks for listening. But if you feel like getting centered uh, with a few extra seconds more of deep breath than we usually do, then um, all aboard. Uh, so let's start right now by uh, getting comfortable. You can sit down, lie down, close your eyes, and then together, very slowly, let's take a deep breath in. Hold that breath and slowly and comfortably let it out. And let's take one more and very slowly deep breath in and slowly exhale. Excellent. And let's just do one more. And there's no rush here. This is all up to you. Deep breath in. And slowly release. And just take a few moments to yourself. If you want to take another deep breath, go for it. And just take a few moments to center yourself. Feel grateful for the space that you are in, that you get to be in that space. And I think my stomach's grumbling, so that's about it. Uh, thanks, everyone, again, for listening and for your continued support. We really appreciate it, and we hope you have a great week. Bye-bye.